0: I'm joined now by Jim Roddy, who is president of Business Solutions Magazine. Thanks for joining us.
1: Carl, always a pleasure to talk with you. Thanks for having me.
0: So you guys have got some cool conferences coming up, and one of the things that you're focusing on is what you call transition as a service. What what, what does that mean? What's transition? Because the conferences are called channel transitions.
1: That's right. So we launched our first ever Channel Transitions Conference back in October of 2013. And the way that uh, we view the channel through Business Solutions, we have 40,000 uh, subscribers. And if you kind of picture a spectrum, uh, if you put all those people on a spectrum, on one side, let's call it the left side of the spectrum, you have more of your IT networking, uh, people who have grown up with storage and uh, and that side of the channel. And so m- most of them have fully embraced uh, managed services. The vendor offerings uh, are very much available in the managed services uh, format. On the other side of the channel, which is the other half of our uh, 40,000 subscriber base, is more of the point-of-sale uh, barcoding folks who have been more in the hardware area, and they have not yet fully embraced managed services and a lot of the vendors, hardly anybody offers products uh, on the as a service you know recurring revenue business model. So what we saw a few years ago being able to kind of peek into the, that left side of the channel is, wow, for uh, VARs to become managed services providers is a way uh, more profitable business model. and we were recommending that to the other side of the channel on the right hand side. And so we've been trying to help resellers make the transition to the recurring revenue as a service business model, and that's what these conferences, the channel transitions, are all about. We get uh, veteran managed services providers up on stage from a variety of verticals, uh, and they share how they financed it, what kind of hiring that they had to do, um, how they picked different uh, partners, mistakes they've made, things, things they regret. Uh, things that have worked and so we get all those experienced people up on stage and they share with the VARs or newer MSPs or folks who are kind of in both worlds uh, in the audience and just show them very practical, share headaches and heartaches and, and how-to and uh, it's been very well received uh, since we've done those and we're starting to see uh, some real traction on that point-of-sale data collection barcoding world distributors, vendors are now starting to offer uh, hardware products, complete bundles on an as-a-solution, um, you know, recurring revenue, monthly fee basis. Um, so we're, we're great to see that something that we picked out in 2013 is really starting to get uh, some traction.
0: Right. So the website folks can go to is bsminfo.com. So that's like Business Solutions Magazine, bsminfo.com. And – Uh, You have two conferences, September 24th in Chicago and November 5th in Orlando. Are those essentially going to cover the same topics or have the same speakers?
1: Uh, they will cover the same topics, uh, but we will have uh, different speakers, uh, so everything is going to be one day diving into the uh, as-a-service transition, and if folks want to see the complete list of speakers in the agenda, you can either go onto the website you mentioned, bsminfo.com, and just find the drop-down for our events, or you can just go to channeltransitions.com. Uh, and in Chicago, Carl, you're going to be... Uh, our keynote, and so we're thrilled to have you back because we had you talking on these subjects at our Retail IT Bar of the Future conference the you had earlier this year. Uh, also in Chicago, we'll have David D. Camillus from Platte River Networks. Um, he helped grow uh, their organization, uh, you know, multi-million dollar managed services provider out in the uh, Colorado area. Chris Rumpf is a point-of-sale VAR turned managed services provider. I just saw him at the Retail Now conference in Orlando, asked him how his year was going, and he said, best one yet. I said, why? And he talked about integrating managed services, being an early adopter of that. And then we have Bruce Nelson uh, from Vertical Solutions, and he converted a break-fix VAR to an MSP, um, and they've been experiencing 25% uh, annual growth in profit. So those are going to be some of the key people uh, that we have at the event. And again, if somebody wants a complete lineup of who we're going to have down in uh Orlando, um, they can log on to channeltransitions.com and see a lot of folks who are from that uh that region as well. Very cool. And if folks want
0: to get in for free, they can use the product code podcast01 and that will get them in for free. So podcast01 and I'll post that below the the uh audio here when we uh post up this blog or this podcast. Um, So tell me a little bit. Let's step back. Tell me a little bit about Business Solutions Magazine, because I was quite surprised a friend of mine had not heard of you. And I was like, oh, I've been a subscriber for years. So how do you have 40,000 subscribers? And then you're kind of also got people who've never heard of you. How is that possible?
1: Right. Uh So good question. One thing that uh, – so Business Solutions Magazine is a monthly publication that serves 40,000 uh, channel executives, whether it's VARs, managed services providers, or a big chunk of our circulation are ISVs, independent software vendors, so software uh, developers. And uh, um, so w- we have those groups. What we see, because we have to invest a lot of money every year keeping our – uh, subscriber base fresh is the amount of churn, uh, that happens in the channel. And so we're seeing new players come in on a regular basis. And especially now since the burden of entering the market because there's not some massive, you know, hardware, uh, that you need necessarily to, uh, to get into the channel. We see a lot of folks who have more of a software background and then they just kind of can walk their way in and, and bundle with some other uh, hardware products or they're just selling the software as a service. Um, and so that's one thing that we're seeing is that churn in the channel. And quite frankly, we're seeing some of the old guard uh, who are not able to keep up, and they either aren't able to ever grow their business or they just say, forget running this whole business model. I'm just going to go back and be an IT person for a, a company and, and work from that standpoint. So where I think folks might not have heard of us is um, we have a lot of our roots are in that the retail vertical market the hospitality market and so a lot of times the folks uh, that we bump bumped into now who said wow I've been in the channel for 10 years I haven't heard of you they tend to be some of those more hardcore managed services providers and they've only been paying attention to hardcore managed services uh, content so they're interested when they bump into us that they're like oh there's this whole other part of the channel that I haven't considered again whether it's warehousing distribution uh, or point of sale um, that they could they could find of interest. So um, it's been an interesting vantage point to see that entire channel and to see things uh, moving. And like I said, we rolled out our conferences back in two thousand thirteen, and that's starting to get more more folks' attention. Um, right. As well.
0: So, uh, Business Solutions Magazine also has, as one would expect from a media outlet, you guys have. Uh, Lots of good social media stuff. You have a Facebook page, you have LinkedIn, you even have a YouTube channel. Is that, uh, are, are those ways for you to just get out the content of your magazine or what's the goal of, of all that social media stuff?
1: Yeah, good question. Uh, one thing that we've learned is in today's day and age, uh, people consume content in a variety of ways, And so back in the day, it was really, I mean, you'd read things in magazine, magazines or you would attend a conference. There weren't webinars. There weren't uh, email hadn't, you know, really taken off. Um, the web was, you know, more people would post something static as opposed to dynamic or expecting content every day. So we're now, you know, full-fledged in terms of media where we have the magazine that I mentioned uh we have the website uh where we post uh in on average 40 pieces of original content every day and uh, every week I'm sorry every week it's in the neighborhood of you know uh 7 to 10 pieces uh every day because we've built up a really large network of contributors and we have stringers who are searching for for news on different topics so we know some folks want to consume it that way we serve up that data in email newsletters we have Many events, uh, that you talked about already, whether it's retail IT VAR the future or channel transitions or, uh, we work with a distributor called Scansource to put together what we call Smart VAR conferences. And so those are focused on healthcare. We have one coming up that's focusing on the Internet of Things and cloud computing and mobility. Um, and then we're going to start one for software developers, so they're just we've really seen, and you mentioned the social media there's so many different angles that folks consume media, and so we have to serve it up in all those different fashions, and we tend to serve up whatever fits in the best medium, something that's super timely newsy we're able to do that on the web, something that's more in depth, you know our core are very long success stories on resellers. those are a little bit harder to read on the web. we do post them on the website, but that's kind of the heart. Uh, what our magazine is.
0: Very cool. All right. So, so how do folks find out about all these little conferences, like the the Scan Source uh, conferences and so forth? Um, if they just subscribe to the magazine, do they get all that informa- information, or do they need to follow you on LinkedIn and, and uh, YouTube and so forth?
1: Right. Now, easiest thing to do is go to bsminfo.com, um, and you'll see in the upper right hand corner there is a way to subscribe. Um, or you can click on the magazine link, fill out your profile, so we can serve up more targeted content to you. And you can subscribe to the magazine. You could subscribe to any one of our uh, newsletters, and then we'll just make sure that you get um, all the all the right content. And again, it's it's free of charge if you're a qualified uh, channel executive, so a VAR, an MSP, or an ISV. And again, with the amount of content that we're producing, and it's not just a volume thing. Um, we're just – being a, being on both sides of the channel, as I've talked about, we're starting to connect a lot of dots for folks and, and things for ourselves. And, like, one piece we recently launched is called a managed services tsunami and POS and barcoding is coming. Don't say you weren't warned. And so we talked to an executive at uh, ScanSource, Greg Dixon, who's their chief technology officer, and he painted out some details as to where he sees uh, the roadmap going. And then we just had a long list. We started going back through a lot of content, that's been produced uh, on managed services in, you know, the retailer or data collection market. And, you know, a lot of the vendors who you know well, Carl, from uh, your background, folks like Logic Now, Enable, Continuum, um, AVG, you know, eFolder, Carbonite, Datto, uh, StorageCraft, ConnectWise, FSecure, like these folks have all written pieces about the retail or, hospitality channel and so it's just really interesting to those folks never paid attention to the point of sale and barcoding and quite frankly the POS and barcoding VARs never paid attention to managed services now we're starting to see them notice each other and start walking towards each other and leading edge resellers are figuring out how to make it work and the vendors who can figure out how to make it work uh, they're really going to be the heroes uh, of the channel that we see uh, in the next few years
0: Well, it's interesting.
1: So early on, I
0: came from the, the point of sale side and, uh, Maricel was my distributor and Maricel got bought by Cynics. And then when I found out about them, then I found out about Ingram and, you know, and I just sort of made the transition that way. So, uh, that was whatever 20 years ago. So now, now, uh, uh, the two sides are sort of showing up again. It is really interesting that Scansource, for example, they've got, they sort of have a massive market, not only in point of sale, but also in voice over IP and they're starting to do 3D uh printing. And so it's really interesting to see all of these different areas kind of coming together. And my philosophy is that it's TCP IP that makes it all possible for, for this uh interaction to happen. And I think it's, uh it's huge to see so much consolidation, I think, of interests within the community. It also means that the SMB community is much bigger than we ever thought it was. It's just that people were working on different verticals than than the the standard network infrastructure vertical.
1: That's correct, yes. There were verticals where people thought this is kind of, you know, they saw the world as flat, oh, this is where it ends, but they didn't realize once they got to that end, it actually wasn't the end. You looked and there was this whole other um other world out there but yeah the business models have changed you know significantly on that what we call the networking side of things and you know as Greg Dixon says in that uh, managed services tsunami article if folks want to just google managed services tsunami uh, you'll find the article he talks about it's a different world our business models are going to have to change to accommodate that new world so if a multi-billion dollar distributor um, in this space is preaching that message uh, you know some things are going to going to be shaken up and, and they're starting to make some adjustments there as well so very cool um, so for the Chicago show it's September 24th
0: uh, Orlando is November 5th uh, folks can go to bSM and register and um, for each of those shows do you have a sense of how many
1: people you think might be there uh, what we do is we limit it to in the neighborhood of a hundred, uh, channel executives because we really like for the opportunity for uh, the executives to be able to weigh in, uh, ask questions, be engaged with everybody who is at the tabletop displays, um, and so we tend to limit those events to uh, right around 100 uh, or, you know, maybe up to 125 uh, total folks in-house. So, so- we want to make them be, you know, intimate, regional, kind of have more of a workshop feel to them. Rather than oh my gosh I'm just lost in, in a sea of everybody and uh, give folks really the opportunity to interact with any speaker any any sponsor that they want.
0: Alrighty, but it also sounds like if people are interested they better sign up
1: now. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, I'd say our Chicago event that you talked about maybe it's because they know you're keynoting, Carl. Uh, the registrations are above uh, the pace of any other event. Uh, that we've done, uh, <laughs> so in the last half dozen uh, that we've done, so um, folks are interested and eager, and as always, Chicago is easy to get to, and like you said, if folks are more in the southeast area, or if you're in the east in November 5th, you want to get down to Florida and have an excuse to go, um, folks have that as well, and like you said, they can go to our website for business solutions, or just go to channeltransitions.com.
0: Very good. Well, I'm certainly not going to take any uh, any credit for the work that you've done, so... <laughs> All righty. You might deserve it. All uh, right. Very good. Well, I'm looking forward to going to Chicago, so I think it'll be fun, and uh, it'll it'll be when it's just started to cool off just a bit from the uh, – they, they have some pretty bad summers in,
1: in Chicago. Yeah, it should be nice there in September.
0: All right. Anything else? Uh, no. Thank you for your time. I've uh, always enjoyed talking to you, Carl. Very good. Well, we'll have you back again, but uh, I thank you for this. I look forward to seeing you in Chicago.